Welcome to What the Famicom, home of video game nonsense. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the What the Famicom podcast, the only podcast for video game nonsense, for things you thought you knew or didn't need to know in the video game world. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway because who else is going to tell you? So thanks for joining me. Episode 2. Episode 1 was a rousing success. Uh, The numbers are through the roof and by that I mean uh, my mom listened and maybe one other person. But that's cool because all I really want to do is just talk video games. And even if that means talking by myself to make it seem like I'm with someone, that'll work too. So with today's topic, it kind of started recently while I was playing on the Xbox One. I recently got an Xbox One and ah, man, their menus are fucking farts. If you have one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, good God, don't get an Xbox One. Their menus are the most, the stupidest looking things on the planet. There's menus in menus in menus. I don't, I don't, why do you even have so many menus? It's just the stupidest thing. I couldn't even find my friends in one of them. And it takes forever to get to the actual game and the, the front page has like 17 panels of everything going on. It's ugly. It's disgusting. Uh, Whoever created it should be ashamed of themselves. And I never want to meet them. So when I was going through it and getting really aggravated, I was thinking about other things that Microsoft might have done that really blew my mind. And I was just thinking, like, why the fuck would you do this? This makes no sense. What else did Microsoft have up their sleeve? Well... And I'm sure you might have guessed it from the title of this episode. But I am going to dig into one of Microsoft's biggest what-the-fuck moments. Was the motion sensor device, the Kinect. Now, in short terms, what was the Kinect? Well, a lot of people know what the Kinect is. Maybe not now. It might not be aware of it now. But the Kinect was... Microsoft's answer to the Nintendo Wii. They tried to jump in the motion sensor uh, genre, but the whole thing was you didn't have a controller. If your grandma thought it was easy to play with the Wii, well, guess what? Fucking Grandma McGee is going to love playing with the Kinect because she doesn't even have to learn what buttons to press. She'll just stand up and wave her arms around like an idiot. So that's basically what it was. There was a motion control device that tracked your body and you played games with it. Came out in 2010, and 2010 was a pretty fucking good year for video games. There was Red Dead Redemption, there was Mario Galaxy 2, Mass Effect 2, Heavy Rain. Everybody knows Heavy Rain. Guess what? Spoiler alert, it was Scott Shelby who did it. He was a killer. So that's a whole other topic in itself because that's one of the stupidest plot points in all of gaming. But anyway, that's what the Kinect was. 2010 was the year the Kinect came out in the fall. Motion sensor device, that was the short-term explanation of it. The long-term, long-form explanation of it. Holy fuck. Uh, What? Why? Again, you probably, kids nowadays, probably don't really know what the Kinect is. 
And people that do remember probably bought it and probably forgot about it within the first fucking year. So let me give you a little rundown of the history, or at least my rundown of the history of the Kinect. It was first announced at E3 in 2009. Not 2009, that doesn't make sense. But in Los Angeles, to 41,000 people, Microsoft showed off Project Natal, Natal, I don't know how you say it, but it was basically they were showing off their technology of skeletal mapping using an infrared laser, laser projector. That doesn't sound like Terminator or fucking Skynet at all. But anyway, people got went crazy. People got so excited. People were like, what the fuck? They were impressed. They were getting video game boners. But if you watch videos of people at E3, everybody gets a video game boner. They don't even know what they're looking at. They're just like, oh, shit, I paid a thousand dollars to come here. I'm going to get excited about something. So I don't even know if there was real excitement, but it was their answer to the Wii. And everyone at E3 was super psyched. And then they showed off three tech demos and tech demos. If you're not sure what they are, it's basically, you know, self-explanatory. It's just a demo to show off the technology. They showed off a couple games, one of them being Project Milo, which was also codenamed Milo and Kate. And it was made by Lionhead Studios, which is the company that made Fable. And it was just an interaction with an AI named Milo. And it responded to the connect command. So the person doing the demo was like, hey, Milo, we'll jump over there. And Milo was like, go fuck yourself. Uh, you know, that's really impressive. I mean, young kids can get used to yelling at future kids to do what they want and then expressing their disappointment when they don't listen to them. So that's probably pretty cool, I guess. Uh, a year went by, you know, they talked about it. They did interviews in video game magazines. They were like, this is what we're about. This is what we want to do. We want to compete. We want to give a more, uh, a big experience for people. So in June of 2010, they went to E3 again in LA and in front of 45,000 people, Microsoft officially dubbed it the connect. They officially named it the connect and holy fuck. So I was looking up the numbers. Because I remember the Kinect being announced. I remember the Kinect being everywhere. Like, when I say everywhere, I mean like it was promoted the shit out of everywhere. Microsoft had a marketing budget of $425 million for the Kinect. You saw it everywhere. There was uh, appearances on Jimmy Fallon. There was giveaways. There was a concert in Times Square. There was They were on Oprah. Uh, Burger King was doing a promo. I mean... Burger King in the same category as Oprah. That's probably the first time it's ever going to fucking happen. But guess what? They're of equal value right now because they're selling the shit out of this stupid-ass thing. Oh, and secondly, let me talk about what it looked like. It kind of looked like... Uh, kind of looked like a the leg of an old chair that your grandma had. Or a giant oversized cigar holder that you bought your father-in-law with a camera on it which is a little weird sounding, but that's what it was. That's, I mean, it was, it was, it was somewhat small, it was compact. It was able to stand on its own, which was good. You can kind of move it anywhere. And the options, it kind of was able to adjust. All you had to do was change the lighting. It wasn't a big deal, but that was it. Uh, so Connect was launched in North America, November 4th, 2010. In Europe on November 10th, in Australia, New Zealand, and Singapore on November 18th, and finally in Japan on November 20th. It was fucking huge. If you do not remember the Kinect coming out, whoa, whoa, like, 
the big the biggest what the fuck moment is this thing kind of came and went but in its prime in the first 60 days it sold 8 million units where are like who still has a connect those 8 million units i'm going to say maybe 15 people have their connect which is fucking insane um so time went by and games kept coming out and coming out and coming out there was games called fighters uncaged connect adventures connect sports the Gunstringer, I fucking remember going to GameStop to buy that. I was super psyched, and it took me like two hours to beat. It was not worth it. Um, Connectimals, which was a game that used the Project Milo format, which instead of petting a kid, you pet an animal, and you told an animal to do what you want. Uh, I guess a little less creepy, but there's also Star Wars Connect, which has the infamous uh, Han Solo dance number. I'm Han Solo, I'm Ryan Solo. If you don't remember that, thank Christ. If you do, just remind yourself and look it up on YouTube. There was Fruit Ninja. There was the Michael Jackson experience, which mm, probably hasn't aged so well right now. They also added it to games that were already out and they wanted to add the technology to it. So they added it to Skyrim. They added it to, I believe, Mass Effect 3. There was a horror game. You could do Bill Gates colonoscopy, you know, everything under the sun with this Kinect. And people loved it. It sold like crazy. And then it kind of didn't. It kind of went by the wayside. Um, 2011, games came out. In the fall of 2010, games came out. And then as 2012 rolled around, they just kept adding it to games and not really having original games. Not really having their own library. Which, sides, you know, it's very important to have original IPs. Like, they had the sports games, they had a horror game, but there's only so much you can do with turning around and waving your arms. And, uh, like, who wants a fighting game where actually you're fighting? You know, I, if I wanted to actually get beaten up, I'd go outside and try to mug an old lady. Like, that's not what you want to do. You want, if you want people to enjoy themselves... They just want to sit on the fucking couch. They just want to play with a controller. They want to relax. They don't want to exercise while they're playing video games. So come on, Microsoft, grow up. So as you can tell, um, the Kinect kind of lost its luster. People didn't care. But when they announced the Xbox One, when Microsoft was like, hey, you know what? We're going to make a new console, but surprise, we're also going to make a new Kinect. Now, they, also, they did come out with new Kinect games, the games that use the Kinect capacity. But again, why the fuck did they do that? Nobody cared. Nobody cared at all. So, in a way to trick people, I guess, with every bundle of the Xbox One, they bundled an Xbox One Kinect, which, holy shit, let me tell you guys. You know how I described the first Kinect model? It seemed like, you know, easy to move around. This one was a fucking brick. An actual, it's an actual black brick. You can't even set it up. I have one in my room right now. You cannot even position it anywhere. It's the stupidest thing. I have no clue why it's so heavy. You can't even put it on a TV, below a TV. You can't even put it under your bed. It's so huge. And they just kind of wanted to force it down everyone's throat because they knew they weren't selling them anymore. They tried to pull what U2 did uh, with Apple and iTunes a couple years ago where... They were like, oh, we know people don't really buy YouTube albums. Let's throw it in the library when people update it. 
Nice try, you two. Nice try, Microsoft. You're both dickheads. So they wanted to shove it down people's throats. Nobody cared. So they kind of just, I think they just got the hint and they just tried to discontinue it. They didn't try to discontinue it, they did. And when announcing the Connect discontinuation, Microsoft wanted to like just toot their own horn and say, hey, remember you idiots who all bought these? Well, guess what? It's all money in our pockets, so we just want to remind you that you bought it. So they stated that they sold 35 million units had been sold since its release. They sold 8 million units in its first 60 days, which I already said. And Connect, get this, this is insane. Connect gets to claim in the Guinness World Record of being the fastest selling consumer electronics device. No, why, what the fuck? Who, again, do you know anybody that still has a Connect? If you do, please contact me. Cause they're, they're like fossils right now. They are diamonds. Why do you have one? Why? Are they in the Guinness Book of World Records for something that nobody gives a shit about? More than 750,000 Connect units were sold during the week of Black Friday in 2011. That is, what? Listen, I had a Connect. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing the sports games. You know, I enjoyed the gun stringer. Um, fun fact, I actually, while playing uh, Connect Sports Beach Volleyball, I broke a coffee table. As I was jumping, I fell right into a coffee table. But, I mean, that's not the only coffee table I broke. I also broke a coffee table, a glass coffee table, while playing Alone in the Dark for the PlayStation 3. I was sitting on it. Uh, I fell right through it. Uh, pieces of glass were on my butt. My dad asked me if I was okay and if I had a glass in my butt, and I said no. So that's my biggest, uh, that's my biggest confession. Guess what, Dad? I had glass in my butt. So, yeah, I broke two coffee tables, and one of them being related to the Connect. So I will always have a memory of the Connect in my ass. So if that helps, if this is a, you know, a summary of how I can sum up the Connect, I have a memory of the Connect in my ass. Uh, so it's just a shame that nobody cared about the Connect because it was enjoyable. It was a fun thing to do. It was a good attempt because there was the Wii and then came the Kinect and PlayStation also jumped on it too. The PlayStation Move. And that is, that could be for a whole different episode, but I can sum that up. Instead of no controller, they had two little rods and one had a ball on it and that was the sensor and it picked it up from a camera. Same thing, they came out with games up the wazoo. They were selling it like crazy. They wanted to push it during the holidays. I even, a year it came out, I think it was on sale, I bought it for my aunt and uncle. They were like, what the fuck is this? And they probably never touched it. And I was super excited to get it for them because I thought it was the hippest thing that older people would play. Well, guess what? You're an idiot because they didn't. And I recently got one of the handles back because the smart thing that PlayStation did was because the PlayStation Move failed, recently they tried their hand in VR, uh, which Microsoft did not try. But PlayStation tried it. They have the VR headset. The PlayStation VR is hugely popular. Like, they really rolled the dice on that one. And, you know, everybody loves it. And it uses one of the components components of the PlayStation Move. So if you have one of the pieces of the PlayStation Move, a camera or the little rods, guess what? You're already halfway there. So that's a good thing on the PlayStation's end. With the Kinect, 
you couldn't really, it couldn't go any further because they weren't making new games. What you could do with the Connect at this point was use it for streaming, use it for Twitch, use it for Mixer, use it for whatever you need to use it for. And it's actually the only thing it's still good for. Who knows how many people still have the Connect? Again, I have it, but I don't use it for streaming and it's a brick, so I don't want to, and it's ugly. And that, it's just a shame. It's also like not a shame because I really am glad they failed. I'm kind of glad because they have, you know, ugly ass windows, ugly ass menus in the Xbox. And I was like, you know what, fuck you. Yeah, and the weird thing is, I was in the middle of all of this. Maybe I should have prefaced that before I told the story. See, another part of this story was I actually had a hand in promoting the Xbox Connect in the Philadelphia, Jersey, Delaware area. So, long story short, but short story long, in the summer of 2010, I was going, I went to school. In the fall, I was going to school. And I had another job, but I also worked part-time for a marketing company. And this... They called up during the midsummer, I guess, and they called me up and said, hey, we know you live in this area. Would you be interested in promoting Microsoft's new Xbox Connect, the motion sensor thing? And I knew what it was, and I got this phone call, and I'm like, what are you fucking telling me? You want to pay me to play video games? Is that what you're telling me? Because I think I remember actually saying that to the woman, and she didn't understand like the humor in it. She was like, yes, we would pay you. And I'm like, no, you fucking moron. Like, you're telling me to just hang out and play video games, and you're going to give me, you know, 18 an hour, 17 an hour. So, of course, I agreed. I was like, yeah, sign me up. Take my social security number. I don't care. So, we actually had to get flown out to Milwaukee to get trained. I don't know why Milwaukee. I think it was the headquarters of the marketing company. So, we went out there, and in the headquarters of the marketing company, I stayed there for a weekend to get trained on the Xbox Connect before anybody. So, all the people across the country, there was maybe like... 20 people across the country that had to do certain regions and I was picked for my region and I was the only person that was picked for my region. We went there, you know, we got trained on it by Microsoft employees. There was a manual. I remember specifically the manual saying, hey, you think the connects magic? Well, it's not magic. And uh, here's the science behind it. And I'm like, uh -huh, you're trying to be funny. Then there's another part in the manual. It's like, oh, what are the, what's the secret behind the connect? Well, that's magic. And I'm like, well, you moron, you got conflicting ideas and ideologies and maybe you should rethink your life because you're a stupid manual. And so I had to work with these 20 other people. They were all from across the country and we got trained on, I think we played the fighter game. I think we played the sports game. I think it was the very first time I signed up for an Xbox uh, name. I never did it before. And I'm like, what? I, I think I remember the menus being atrocious then, but I didn't really go through them that much. And what I did was I didn't have a name. And I, for some reason, I thought it'd be funny if I created the name and used the name of this kid I used to, they used to go to grade school with me, that me and my friend used to always make fun of. If you can call it bullying, I don't care because I wasn't popular either. And I was disgusting. I had braces, acne. So it's not really bullying if the nerd is as bad as the person he's making fun of. So shut the fuck up. Don't try to rat me out, you losers. Uh, so I made it this dude's name, and it's still my name on the Xbox. And then I went home, and we had to go to 
Best Buys, GameStops, Targets, Walmarts, all these stores. I had to go there every weekend. And I had to promote the shit out of the Kinect. And all I had to do was stand in a circle, invite people over, and say, hey, do you want to play the Kinect? And it was kind of fucking awesome. I got paid to play video games from the beginning of September of that year to the end of February of 2011. And I remember when it came out, people would come up to me. I would get lines of people trying to play the games. And yes, like people ranging from five years old to uh, 70-something. I swear to God, there was 70-year-old ladies, 70-year-old guys like, trying to join in on the fun. And I'm like, uh, okay, sure. Like, you're not going to be alive soon, but whatever. This will be your last memory. And it was just, it was a really good time. And I had a blast. And what they did was, when I wasn't working the weekends, I took home the Kinect and the Xbox. And it was cool. I, when I had it during the week, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I can play Xbox games and Kinect games while I'm just home, you know, after school and everything like that. After school. I make it seem like I'm in fucking grade school. I was in college at the time. But, and it was fun. And then one time, I was at a store and my Kinect just didn't work. And I called my boss and I said, hey, this isn't working. And they said, just we'll send you a new one. You don't have to work today. Just wait for the new one and send back the old one. So then they sent it and the connect I had started working again. I don't know. Maybe it was the plug. It wasn't on purpose. And I was like, wait a minute, light bulb moment. Hold on. Maybe I'll keep one. So I put one aside <laughs> and uh, I kept the connect. And then coincidentally, the same thing happened to my Xbox. Again, this wasn't planned. The fucking Xbox in one of the stores I was setting up just didn't work. And I was like, you know what? Microsoft doesn't need the money. So I'm gonna just be like, hey, can I get a new Xbox? And again, they sent it to me. Uh, I just never sent back the old one. And it worked. So I got myself an Xbox and a Kinect. So half of this podcast is the story of the Kinect. And the other half is the story of fucking how I stole a Kinect. And I don't care. I'll admit it till the cows come home. I stole the shit out of that Xbox and the Kinect. And it was fun because I got to be an Xbox gamer. I had a PlayStation, an Xbox, and a Nintendo at the time. And it was awesome. And for someone that's been gaming since they're five years old and had all the consoles, holy shit. I was, I felt like God a little bit um, when he said to Moses, like, yo, what's up, dog? Like, here are my commandments. That's kind of what I felt like. Uh, so, you know, I had the backup Xbox and Kinect. I had my home ones. And when the Kinect came out in November, you know, I just kept playing. People were buying them on like crazy. And I saw it firsthand. I saw the obsession. And I was so baffled by this. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing on the planet. People look like morons playing these games. This technology, the Kinect will probably grow legs one day and stick a wire in me and adapt to my skeleton and turn me into a Terminator. And nobody cares because everybody loved it. And again, it sold... What did I say? Eight million within the first sixty days. So then the next couple of months, like they had, they, you know, stretched out the promotion in which I was doing the marketing for, and they just kept doing it. And they were like, you know, your region's so successful. Like your region, they're selling a lot of connects. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That made me feel really good. I was getting paid a lot of money. I was able to sneak away with a connect and an Xbox, and, you know, I was playing video games for a living, and it was awesome. So I was right in the middle of it. I was right in the middle of And even in the middle of it, I'm like, this is stupid. Why? This is just going to not be cool in a month. Like, people want a controller. 
Like nobody wants to exercise when they're not doing an exercise game. So, you know, it's just, that's my history with the Connect. First is the history of the Connect, then is my history with the Connect. The two go hand in hand because, you know, I'm, I was kind of late to the Microsoft game. I was kind of late to learn Microsoft and Xbox things. Like I remember, ne I never played the Halo games. I didn't play the Halo games until Halo Anniversary and I popped it in and I'm like, oh, these graphics are pretty cool. Oh wait, there's a button to change it to the original graphics of Halo 1 from 2001. And I'm like, cool, let me try that. I wanted to fucking throw up. I changed it to those 2001 graphics and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I never want to see that ever again. It's like seeing your parents have sex. Like my eye, my eyes were burned. I was, it was, I wanted to barf. The graphics were terrible. And I'm so glad I didn't play it back then. And whoever says that they were good back then, you're in denial. You're a nutbag and you're an idiot. So I kind of came up in the Xbox world late. And I was rediscovering, I just recently played Gears of War 1. I don't know if the Kinect tried to implement the Gears of War series, because uh, I know 3 might have come out around the time the Kinect was still alive. I mean, RIP Kinect, you're fucking, you're dead. Nobody uses you anymore aside for maybe holding up their TV or, you know. And I, I don't know what you would use a Kinect for now, besides doing streaming. And pre people probably just call it a camera and not a connect. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm late to the game. I, I, I wish I could get into Halos, but I don't really give a crap about Master Chief. He's an idiot. I'm pretty sure he's like seven foot tall and probably step on me and crush my face, but that's fine. Uh, so that is where I am now. I wanted to talk about the connect because the connect is a very interesting case it's a very interesting failure but not it's like one of the most successful failures it's i'm trying to relate it to a movie or it's like the macarena or something where it was huge and then people looking back are like oh ew why did i do that that was disgusting why did i try to hit an imaginary volleyball and throw fall through a coffee table you know why did I pretend to pet uh, a tiger in a game called Connectimals? Ew, I was a loser. I really needed to rethink my life then. Uh, it's just, so, you know, the numbers don't lie. And, but the game numbers do. People bought the Connect, but nobody bought the games. I guess they only bought the ones that got bundled with it. And not really bundled, I guess, the sports ones. The one that got bundled with it was called Connect Adventures. And you kind of did numerous things. You were on a whitewater raft. You were flying. You were doing more so like jungle activities, like adventure activities. And towards the end, you can make performances of like, say, I was doing a performance and the camera picked me up and turned me into a hamster. And I remember making a hamster video, making fun of my brother or making, there was one where you can turn him into Bigfoot. And I think I remember... A song, the song I sang is Bigfoot, and it was, uh, I'm a big fucking monster, and I want to suck some monster dick. Wow, it was, re-singing that in normal voice is very uh, weird. I don't know why I just did that. 
But imagine that in a really deep voice and Bigfoot singing it, and it was fucking hilarious. Then there's another video I made with the Connect Adventures. See, I have all these memories of Connect being amazing and fun, and that's why it's such a weird enigma of the Xbox history. My other memory is the same game. I changed it to a T-Rex to do the motion captured, and my song was, I'm a T-Rex, I'm a T-Rex, I'm a T-Rex. Fucking is what I do. Listen, this was this was nine years ago. I I don't know what I was thinking back then. I thought it was funny. It probably still is funny. I don't know. But yeah, it's just I have these good memories of it, and that's all. I just had these memories of it, and I thought about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Does anybody else have memories of it? Does everybody else have anything good to say about the Connect? Because right now the Connect is not you know not a good thing to talk about. Nobody cares, and that's kind of the what the fuck of the episode, like the what the fuck of the what the Famicom episode is RIP the connect question mark. And that is pretty much the summary. And if you, if you're listening and you have any comments about the connect, or if you have a story about the connect, or if you have a story of how it ruined your life or how it, you know, made your parents get divorced, or you met your husband or wife because of the connect or the connect was your priest, Whatever, if you have a story, let me know. You know, my Twitter and my Instagram is always what the Famicom. If you want to comment and shoot out, you know, a message saying like the experience you have with the Connect, that would be fun. That would be awesome. If you can find it, any information about any more games that were made in 2012, that would be even cooler because I found nothing. Absolutely nothing aside from them adding two games that honestly didn't need it. Like they added it to Skyrim. And I think you were able to yell or push your hand out, and he yelled back. And I'm like, no, why? Come on, just let me chase rabbits in the woods and not care about the dragon warfare going on. Because that's all I would pretty much do. And marry five wives and pick up skulls and drop them in brooms in my house and run away and not play it for a while. That's basically the history of my Skyrim game. Yeah, it's whatever. I was a psycho. Uh, So thank you. I guess this is the end of episode two. There's a general, this is not on purpose, but it seems to be that these episodes run in a good enough time because I'm only one person. They seem to be at the 30 minutes, half an hour, whatever area, which is good. I mean, you can listen to it on the train ride. If you hate my nasally voice, maybe I'll hire someone to just type out the captions. I don't know how that would work or make a YouTube video, whatever. But uh, I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you listened to the history of the Connect and what I thought about it and why it's such a confusing enigma in the success of the motion sensor world. Because the PSVR is successful. The PS Move was not. The Nintendo Wii was successful. Like This was like the middle child that kind of doesn't, didn't want to get a full-time job but had girlfriends or boyfriends. You know, like the mediocrely successful middle child of your family like you're not sure how they made their money they probably sold drugs but you just know they were always there and they didn't move out of the house so thank you again for listening to episode two i'm not really sure what i'm going to name this maybe i'll call this uh uh connect testicles I, i tried to combine testicles and connect and it didn't really work anyway thank you for listening uh if you enjoy this you know, maybe I will make more. If you don't enjoy it, be sure to leave your name. Again, I will unfollow you, block you, send out a restraining order. So thank you for listening to me ramble on.
And you have a wonderful night, and I will make sure I record another episode of What the Famicom, video game nonsense at its finest. Have a good night. What was the famicom? What was the famicom?